Shuffle Not Broken, your weekly inspirational hit of solid advice and life stories coming to you to help you rebuild from rock bottom. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Beautiful Not Broken. It's just me and the birds. <laughs> Can you hear the birds in the background? I live in suburbia, as I think you all know. I don't know. Maybe you don't. I'm in Sydney, uh, but just out in the burbs, living the dream. It is actually really nice out here. It's very leafy. It's very green. It's very nature-esque which is what I'm all about. I mean, there's plenty of like nature hikes and stuff around the city. I mean, I do do them often, but it's just nice being out this way. I wouldn't say it's quieter. It's definitely not quieter. Like Sydney is crazy. If you've never been here or let me paint a little picture for you. If you've never been here or, um, you know, like you just have never experienced Sydney, it is a vast city. Like as far as you can drive, it's busy. So you can you can either be in the hub of Sydney or you can actually get out to the burbs, but wherever you go, there's going to be traffic and it is chaotic. And we are one of the most expansive cities in the world in terms of actual like land mass that we cover. And it's pretty crazy because like from here to the Hawkesbury River is just bumper to bumper houses, right? Like there used to be acreage and things, but it's all kind of disappeared now. And yeah, it is. I mean, I'm lucky where I am. It is one of the, it's not quite a, but there is a lot more bush and they haven't developed it too much yet. As you guys probably know, I'm a bit, I'm a bit of a nature lover, so I'm very much against deforestation. So yeah, I mean, it makes it hard when you have a growing population, but let's not go into that. <laughs> this is not a political podcast, but yes, that is why occasionally in the back of my podcast, you can hear some very cool bird noises, etc. because I live we get the most amazing bird life here. Like I know I sound crazy and 90 right now, but yeah, we get the most beautiful rainbow, rainbow lorikeets, like king parrots, kookaburras. The amount of kookaburras here is just insane. So whether you're li- listening to this in you know a different state or whether you're actually in a different country, Sydney is stunning. And actually where I live, if you can get out of the city itself, there are some pretty awesome places like on the fringes and yeah. Anyway, that's me being a little tour guide. Oh, why did I want to record an episode today? You guys know I kind of record based on inspiration. Oh, you probably have figured that out by now. And this one, oh, it's been a roller coaster two weeks for me. I have been up and down, annoyed, pissed off, frustrated, then inspired, overwhelmed, all of the things. And I mean, it's just been a roller coaster. There's no other word for it. I've got a lot of things at the moment that I'm working on and I've got a lot of things at the moment that I'm like, I just want to be at the finish line already. And there's a real lesson, I think, for me in patience. Uh, you know, when it comes to I'm trying to buy a house at the moment, but obviously the right place isn't coming up and it's frustrating because I'm a very I'm a very fast-moving human and right now I'm being taught to slow down. But also right now, I'm reaping the rewards of years of just being nice. (laughs) And that is why I wanted to come to you today. I did a little live this morning on my Insta, which I haven't done in a really long time. I actually haven't gone live on my Instagram since lockdown last year. So it's a big deal that I went live this morning. But I had an interaction with someone that is always quite cold to me. And he never is warm, even though we've known each other a really long time. And yes, circumstances mean that. Why would he be warm to me? But I have spent two years being 
or trying to be nothing but kind and showing up my best self. When I wanted to respond in negative ways, I've stepped back and I've actually been a real adult in this situation. And I wanted to come to you and talk to you about the benefits of actually not reacting to people when we're pissed, when we're angry, when we're emotional. And actually, if we feel, you know, if we feel really threatened or we feel really heightened, sometimes, especially if we can, obviously when we're face to face with someone, it can be quite challenging. But if we can, just taking a moment to pause before we respond and before we react back to these people and actually saying, what is it that I want to achieve from this conversation? Do I want to heighten the, the situation more and actually create more angst and more hurt and more pain for everyone? Or can I actually disarm this situation and remove myself in a respectful way and say, hold on, I just need a minute to calm down. You don't even need to say this. For me, because the interactions haven't been face-to-face, it's really easy to just take a pause and not respond when we're at our most angry. And this is something that's helped me in business too. Like running your own business, you can't always respond from a place of emotion. And someone that's always been very fiery, I'm a very fiery person, my ego... (laughs) will step in every time if it thinks that I'm being hurt in any way, if it thinks it needs to protect me. I know my ego jumps in really quick to save me. And sometimes it's not saving me. It's actually creating me a bigger problem. It thinks it's saving me. Thank you, ego. And same with my anger. I can get really fiery. I've found the anger has left me a lot in the last few years, someone that has always been very easily triggered into anger has actually really learned not to be. And it's an art. It's actually an art of understanding that when we're pissed, when we're angry, we're actually hurt. And it's our body's natural response of going, I'm pissed, I'm angry, you've hurt me, something you've done has disrespected me. And the way that I'm going to respond to you is with anger, because that's the, the quickest emotion that can come to us. So actually stopping and feeling, why am I angry? And asking yourself that question really un- uncovers and unpacks a lot. And being disciplined enough to really understand when anger comes up or when your ego is talking. And look, we're not all perfect. And look, sometimes I still respond. I still respond. I still get pissed. I did, I did it the other week with a ex-client that I was having a lot of problems with. And, you know, like I responded, I reacted and I was pissed. Am I proud? Not really, (laughs) because I didn't live to my heightened self. I didn't actually respect myself in my reply and in the way I reacted. And that's the thing, when we, when we, react out of emotion when we when we're not kind when we do these things that's not us talking that's our our triggered state talking and nothing good can come from our triggered state talking so for two years I've really just practiced kindness with this person even when I've been highly triggered even when I've been pissed as even when I've been like how the could you say that and today it paid off Actually, I think the last the last few months it's been paying off because I can now say quite safely I'm amicable with someone I never thought I could be amicable with. And after everything that this person put me through, to be able to be amicable with them is such a gift. Now, you've got to actually want the outcome. I wanted the outcome of amicability. amicability? I don't know. That's not a word. <laughs> but I wanted the outcome of being amicable with this person because I didn't want to live a life where I felt like I ever had enemies or I felt like I'd never respected someone on a human level. 
Now I've got two other people in my world that I have no contact with and I have no want to be amicable with them and I have no reason to talk to them. So I have no reason to really put into practice the actions that I need to. I haven't been rude to them. I haven't been anything, but I've just decided that I don't want them in my life. So you have to decide if it's worth you going through the effort. If you need to talk to someone that you don't get along with or someone that you have different opinions with or someone that you feel has wronged you and you have to have a relationship with them, you have the ability to have a good relationship with them based on your behavior. We can't, we cannot change the way that they're going to deal with us. We cannot change the way they're going to react to us. We cannot change the way they're going to talk to us. But what we can understand is that why they're, we can understand that maybe they're pissed off. They've got their own opinion of this situation and really saying to ourselves, okay, it's not actually about me. Someone's reaction is always about them. So if I'm being nice and I'm being kind, that shows that I'm a nice and kind person. That person can never come back to me. And it's worked for me a treat because every single time I've been nice, I've been kind in situations where I should have been flying off the handle or I could have been and it would have been justified. I actually have probably succeeded in annoying the person more because of my calm and kind nature rather than fighting back with them in the, on the level they want to be on. Because when someone's triggered and they want the fight, they want the fight because they think it'll make them feel better because they think they'll win. And when someone's looking for a winner or a loser, you're never going to, you're actually never going to progress forward. So until the conversation can be disarmed and you understand that it's not about winning or losing, it's just about humans having human experiences, as I say often, that's when you have progress. We can't have progress until we get to a point where we don't need winners and losers. When you enter a conversation with someone that has a different opinion from you, it's not about trying to bulldoze them and make them see your opinion. And I've been guilty of doing this my whole, like literally so many times, and I'm still triggered by certain people in my life to to do this. Like my mom, I'll be completely transparent, she triggers me to respond in a way that's win or loss because she's. I, I find it very frustrating that she doesn't see things in the way that I do. She's very old school. She's very traditional and she really has her opinion and she isn't open-minded and she'll fight back in a way that's really challenging for me because she'll fight back with things like you're not open-minded and actually use really deem, like really, I guess, downgrading language rather than just meeting me on my level where it's like we don't have to have the same opinion but you need to respect I've got mine I respect yours. I don't agree with it. I will never agree with her opinion. I'm much in a different world than her and that's okay. But also when I'll say to her, I've set a boundary that we can't talk about this and she'll still constantly, constantly slam that boundary and want to talk to me about things that I know we can't talk about reasonably. And when someone's doing that to you, instead of engaging, we actually need to learn to disengage. I've learned it very well in most other aspects of my life, but I do still, ooh, truck. (laughs) As I said, I live in suburbia and I always leave the window open. So every little sound gets into these podcasts, but you get a real snapshot of my life. But we are, when we have people we know that do particularly trigger us, and it's interesting that it's really only my mum that does it to me now. Anyone else, I'll just disengage in the conversation or I'll set 
set a boundary, but my mother, she doesn't understand boundary setting. I've tried to explain it to her. <laughs> that also ended in an argument. Um, so it is about actually if she's trying to trigger me, if she's trying to talk about things that I don't want to talk about or don't believe we can have an open-minded conversation about, um, you know, it is actually just about saying, thank you, I respect your opinion, but I'm going to walk away from this conversation. And with her, I do do that and she'll just keep talking at me. <laughs> so they're really tricky situations. And there are people in life that we come across that will do that to us. And it's just about really understanding their point of view. Like my our parents' generation, if you're my age, they weren't taught boundaries, especially women. They, they grew up. It's really interesting because they grew up in such a different time. The world was very black and white. You know, like there were so many things that, that just weren't seen to be right that now it's like how the hell can you have that opinion? <laughs> you know, like like just the way they looked at the world was so narrow-minded and to try and change 50 years of programming or 60 years of programming overnight, it's not possible. And to especially try and change it in a person that can't see that their programming is not right it's not that it's not right, it's just outdated or that their, you know, their opinions might be damn, it might be upsetting to other people. Um, but yeah, so my point is in these conversations, in these times when we're triggered with these people that, that just come at us, they're angry, they're pissed, the best thing we can do is just walk away and not let that situation flare us up because, as I said, when there's winners and losers, no one wins. We need to enter conversations with the shared agreement that there doesn't have to be a winner or a loser. It just is what it is. We don't need to have the same opinion by the end of the conversation, but we do need to understand that we understand each other's position if we want to. If you don't want to have the conversation, then you're perfectly able to say, look, this isn't the conversation for me. If you're not able to show up and listen to the other person's point of view. But it is really hard when we're, you know, we're having someone come at us to be the mature one but it's a practice and for me it was a practice of always sending an email or a text that was hey I hope you're doing well and I've joked with my girlfriends for or actually all my friends for months about I just never get a I hope you're doing well too or I never get a I hope you're doing well at all or hey I just get a hi or a hi back or like and I find it really just really like non I'm such a friendly person that I like it when people are that friendly back with me and it's probably it's an expectation that I think I am deluded in wanting and I get that but you know what today it paid off I finally got a hey I hope you're doing well what a win <laughs> what a win for all of mankind we have had progress and it is proof that if you continue to be kind and you continue to be true to yourself and you have good intentions for people genuinely, like you're not just saying that you have good intentions for people because we can all say shit, but you actually want people to succeed and want people to do well, it comes back for you. Like honestly, it comes back in droves. Like you will 100% get back what you put out and there's no doubting it. I honestly think because I have done nothing but wish this person well and, you know, just just not ever speak badly of them, not ever put them down, not ever abuse them, that it's actually helped me because we being angry and being rude 
and letting ourselves go to that level that other people are coming at us at, it doesn't poison them. It poisons you and it poisons your spirit. It's like that really good saying of holding a grudge is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. And the biggest gift that we can give people that we feel challenged by or triggered by or that just aren't nice to us is love. (laughs) The best, and it might sound crazy, and forgiveness and understanding that it's not ever about you. And when you think it's about you, it kind of makes you a bit narcissistic. <laughs> Someone, Someone's life, so the way someone's going about their day, it's never about you. It's always about them and the way that they're feeling and the way that they're reacting. And maybe we should be more mindful of people around us. But at the, the core of it, we're having our experience as a human and some of us, are able to set aside the way that the shitty day that we're having or set aside the shitty mood we're in and not take it out on others. But not everyone's at that point. And that's okay. Well, it doesn't mean we should let people treat us like shit. Don't ever let people treat you like shit. Have the boundary. Say, say your piece, but always do it in a way that is respectful of the fact that you're talking to a fellow human that is having their own shit going on. Because when you lower yourself to their level and you name call and you you just go to like a shitty place, it's not going to help you. And that's what this whole podcast is about. At the lowest points of our life, how can we actually raise ourselves up to be above this shit? And that's how we do it. We practice these things. We're not going to get it right 100% of the time. Fuck, we're not going to get it right 90% of the time. As I shared earlier, I still don't get it right with my mum ever. And I feel shit about it every single time, by the way. I walk away from it reflecting. I'm like, how could I have done that better? I often have to go back and say sorry. And for me, you know, saying sorry has been a big thing that I've had to learn. And I think I've shared this before because in my family, saying sorry wasn't something that we did. We're we're not a family that's shied away from conflict ever. And as much as that is a good thing, it's actually set me up for success in a lot of ways in life. It also has really been a struggle to learn to put my ego aside to be able to say when I'm wrong because we're in a family where every single conflict was about right or wrong it was black and white because our parents were brought up in a black and white society we're not there anymore (laughs) there's so many shades of gray and I used to get accused a lot of being very black and white minded and I'll agree with it I was very it's either this way or that way and I've really had to change that But the fact that I can own that and I know and I speak very openly about the fact that I know I had these huge character flaws because guess what? We all fucking do. (laughs) None of us are perfect. And the sooner that we can realize that it's really challenging for us to do X, Y, Z, the sooner we can say, okay, I'm actually going to practice that. I'm going to put it into practice. The next time I'm a total asshole to someone, I'm going to apologize and I'm going to apologize and not let my ego make me feel uncomfortable about doing it. I'm going to actually put my ego aside and be like, it's okay, Beck. You're wrong this time. Hard to believe it. (laughs) It's been a huge lesson. But as I said, in the last two years, I have learned a lot about myself. And it was in the learning about myself and doing the work and uncovering the things that make me who I am, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it is beautiful. All of it has made up me and my journey and none of it should be None of it should be regretted. None of it should be treated like shit. All aspects of me are amazing is something else that I've had to accept. 
it's just I'm a beautiful work in progress, as I think there's a famous quote that says that. And I think we all are. And every single time we can own one of these other parts of us that's not the most beautiful aspect of us, that is a little ugly, every time we can own that and move forward, every time we can have the more grown-up conversation, every time we can actually own our shit, every time we can show it with kindness and compassion when other people would just go, I'm going to fucking key his car and throw his clothes on the lawn. Every time we don't do those actions, every time we level up and we say, you know what, you did what you did and it's okay, I forgive you. Every time we forgive someone for something that wasn't great for us, that levels us up. It doesn't mean we're giving them access to us. It doesn't mean we're letting them back in our life. We're just saying, I forgive you and I'm ready to move on. And until you forgive someone, you will never move on. And until you can treat them with compassion and kindness as a human, you will continue to be stuck in that anger cycle and that that victim cycle and that fuck them cycle, which doesn't make us the most beautiful humans that we can be. It's okay to be angry with someone. It's okay to be hurt by someone. It's okay to go through all those things. We're not, not supposed to go through those things when someone hurts us, when someone makes us angry, when someone triggers us. We have every right to feel every single emotion we're going to feel, but feel them without reacting to that person and without taking it out on them. Feel it, understanding that it's whatever they've done is about them. And that even if they're trying to hurt you, that's still about them. It's not about you. You are you. And the only thing that you control control in those situations when someone's coming at you is the way that you react and respond. I hope that's been helpful. <laughs> that was literally two years in the making of me just doing the groundwork, being kind, being myself. And I finally got the result I wanted. So I wanted to share that with you, that it is possible and it takes time. We cannot expect people to treat us in a certain way if we're not going to treat them in that way. We can't expect people are our mirrors. When we meet people and they treat us a certain way, that's us mirroring ourselves. Something's going on there. So always remember that we meet our mirror. We learn through meeting our mirror. They're showing us lessons that we need to learn. If someone comes to us and you know, they're making us be patient. Maybe that's the lesson that we need to learn is patience. <laughs> not attack someone because they're not moving fast enough, which is my worst. Like, I'm bad with that, right? Everyone that knows me knows I'll move a million miles an hour unapologetically and it's not a good thing all of the time. <laughs> anyway, that is it for me for today. We're 22 minutes in, longer. And I want to leave you with that thought of treat people how you want to be treated kindness always feel your feelings outside of attacking other people or you know lowering yourself to someone else's level feel it all feel it all but move forward in a way that's that's you know to your true self and to the person that you want to be not even the person that you were maybe a month ago you would have lashed out but does the beck of 2022 want to lash out anymore no the Becca 2022 wants to level up to this other level because she's been through the shit and she's ready to take her life back and be in charge of it. So always respond, react and behave the way that the future you is going to thank you for. All right, that's it from me. Thanks for putting me in your ears. You know where to find me. All of the stuff is in the show notes. I would love to hear from you. I hope you're having an awesome week and I'll be back in your ears next week. Yeah.